Christ. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's time to get your mindset right, get your thoughts right, get your day on track. We help you take flight. Whole lot of knowledge over here. We reading the book. Tony Fleming on top, cause he reading some books. Yeah, he got what it takes. Work hard and play hard. Straight to the bank, gotta visualize it all. Dream board on the wall, see it every day. Call after call, we gon' show you the way. Pray forever ball, the American way. And if you really wanna win, start planning your day. And take your advice from the king, what more can I say? 7 a.m. Yeah. Time to read a book. Get your affirmation, get your thoughts right. Be a leader. Get your vision board. You gotta plan that day. What you listen to and watch at night. This is our 7 a.m. Mindset Call. We do this call every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 7 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Central, and 4 a.m. Pacific. That's not specific, but Pacific. (laughs) Pacific time zone. That's Seattle. We used to have a few people on the morning at 4 a.m. I don't think they could make it. (laughs) They tried for a while. I think they listened to the playback, but they were trying for a while, but... 4M, you got to be the real deal. You got to be serious. You know, it's not like, you know, people not up because I'm up. Well, sometimes I'm up. A lot of times I'm up. But uh, (laughs) so this is a mindset call, folks. We talk about books. We talk about affirmations. We talk about life. We talk about success. We talk about failure. We talk about rejection. We talk about a lot of things in this call that go hand in hand what you do on a daily basis, whether it's your job, whether it's your business, whether it's relationships, everything lines up and it comes through your thoughts and your thoughts are your paradigm. And your paradigm are things that you've heard all your life, what you heard from your teachers, what you heard from your coworkers, what you heard from your neighborhood growing up, what you heard from your pastor growing up, what you heard from your parents. Uh, everything that you've heard, uh, it, it combines all your thoughts together. That's your paradigm. That's how you think. That's why you hear people say, man, you need a paradigm shift. You need a paradigm shift because some of the stuff that we learned at an early age, we never had a chance to even evaluate it. We never said, okay, let me think about this. No, we just learned it because at that time our mind was more fertile. Between the wound and seven years old, whatever you hear, it just sucks in. Just like a, just like you know, if you see dry soil and you pour water into it, or like a flower pot that hadn't had water for a while, and you start pouring water in and see how that sucks it up. That's how your brain does in your mind at that early age. And so you could say, I'm, you know, I'm the ghost, uh, I'm Casper the Friendly Ghost, and a person at that age would take it in. Or you could say, you know, here comes Santa Claus, and you'll take it in. You could say, whatever that said, you know, I'm going to, I don't want to tell you some of the stuff that you heard in the school system because you're going to get mad at me, but some of that stuff you just sucked it right in. And you believe it. It's people still have those beliefs. Now, you say, some people say, well, I don't, I don't think about it, but it's buried deep down inside of you. It's there. 
It's just hidden down in there. And those thoughts come to your mind every time, every time something comes up. So our goal is to kind of talk about that, bring up some things so that you can hear them, and then you can say, let me evaluate this. Is this making me – does this help me go toward my goals, having that kind of thought process, or does it not? And then if it's not helping you, you've got to get rid of that. You've got to change that thought process. So, All right, so this is not a company call, not a team call, not a corporate call. It's a mindset call. So we'll be able to say whatever we want to say on this call. And by me saying that, let me say this. Uh, you're going to get a lot of information on this call, and you're going to receive a lot of it. Now, the things that you don't like or the things that you don't receive or the things that you think are a little too harsh, put them on the shelf. Don't throw them away. Don't disregard it. Don't not get back on the call because you heard something that might have been a little too harsh. and might be Because you're going to hear some good stuff that you're going to suck right in. You're going to like that. But then you might hear some stuff that, ooh, <laughs> I don't believe he said that. And so don't, don't let that run you away. You just put it on the shelf, come back to it, because I can promise you when you start doing anything outside of the box, anything, and let me let me give you the box definition because we always have new people on this call. The box definition is the status quo. And the status quo is go to school, get good education, go get a good job, work hard, save your money, penny pinch. If you want a part-time job, go to UPS and FedEx. You want to make more money, master's degree, uh, Ph.D., go to the biggest church. And if you're a sorority or fraternity, make sure you got your tag on the front and your college on the back. And you got the C-class Mercedes. <laughs> that's a part of the status quo. That's a part of the box. And if you're doing anything outside of that, and okay, let me give you some ideas of anything outside of that. A home-based business, which is what we do. <clears throat> Network marketing. That is outside of that what we grew up listening to and hearing. And, and so, so you're gonna have some. You're gonna have some people who don't understand that, and they're gonna say things to you based on their not understanding. And so this call will help you deal with that. Because you're not going to not get away with it, because you're going to, you know, when you're outside the box, it's almost, you're going to hear that, because people don't know what they don't know. And so you're going to hear that, so you got to be prepared for it. That's why you should be on this call. All right, so also, there's a replay number, 712-432-1085. 712-432-1085. Same pin code that you dialed in on, 783357-POUND. You can listen to the replay right after the call. It goes up and it stays up until uh, Friday morning at 8 because the next call is that time and then it goes away. Now, if you want to keep it 24-7, 365, where you can go back and listen to it any time, you can go to, we have it on a podcast platform. And let me tell you this, this call is not a podcast. This call is a mindset conference call, but we put it on the podcast platform so it's easy access. You can get to it at any time. You can go to 16 different platforms, Apple, iTunes, Breaker, things of that sort. Put Tony Fleming in. That's one M with mindset behind it, and it'll come up. Put Tony Fleming mindset, it'll come up. And uh, and you can check out all the calls. we got about 120 on there now, 110 or something. That's because when we started doing you know, we've made, we've done 15,000 calls. But we didn't put them on the podcast. We didn't put them on the uh, on the podcast platform. We just got them saved somewhere uh, on, on the conference call lines. Um, you know, we got them everywhere. But these we started putting on the podcast because 
you know, it's so easy access to get to them, man. You can just go to them and get them, and you also can share them. Please, if you like the call and the call affected you or helped you, just do the share button. But, you know, that definitely helps because the world needs all of this stuff. Everybody, we can be our own little, you know, 1% or one, you know, less than 1% where we're giving out some information that can help people that is free, F-R-E-E, and you can share it. You know, it's so simple to share. You can send it through your message on your text message and say, hey, check out this and tell me what you think about this. All right. Now, if you can't get to the platform, you can't know how to do it, you don't have a podcast app, just text me right after the call, 678-644-4541, 678-644-4541, and say, give me the link to the podcast. And I'll send it to you just like that. You have it in your message, and you can listen to all the calls anytime you want. You can share it anytime you want. All right. So let's get started this morning. Now, Saturday on the book club, we got the new book, the new old classic book, okay, because this is one of my favorite books. But this is, I mean, I think I read this book uh, maybe 1998 or something. But the book was written uh, in, let me see. The book was written uh, 1972, so it ain't that much of an old classic, but it is an old classic because, you know, we read books from the 50s, the 60s, but that's it's still old classic, 72. All right, and, um, and the book is called Success, the Glenn Bland Method, How to Set Goals and Make Plans That Really Work. That's a powerful book. I'm telling you, it's a little bitty book, but you're all going to love this book. I mean, something about these older books, they have more substance to me. That's just my opinion. When I look at some of the newer books, uh, I think they try to they try to copy the stuff from the older books, but try to almost like they hiding it, and they just try to add more words to make it you know seem <laughs> like the 2020 version of it without calling it that. So, but uh, we're gonna get on that on Saturday morning. But uh, since we're gonna do that Saturday morning, I want to kind of kind of prime us for today a little bit, just today and give you some uh some points on I, I grabbed my notes on uh on the goal setting part, you know, committing to your goals and things of that sort. First of all, let me give you some statistics. Um that uh I think the New York Times did these statistics a while back and uh, on goal setting and it just talks about really the statistics. I mean, there's a whole thing on why you should do it. I'm not what I'm, I'm going over. I'm just going to go over some points on why you should do it. But check out these statistics here. All right, it says 25% of people abandon their New Year's resolution after one week. One week. So the people who just waiting to make their goals for the New Year, you know, I can, man, when the New Year starts, you know, some of y'all talking that right now. It's November. Man, I can't wait to 2020 over. Well, you don't have to wait to 2020 over. You can start now. <laughs> you don't have to wait till it's over. You can start. <laughs> but when, when 2020 over, man, I can't wait to get rid of this 2020. And, and 2021 going to be my year. You'll come up with a slogan. You're like, in 2021, we're going to have a lot of fun. In 2021, is going to be um, uh, honey buns. In 2021, whatever y'all come up with, I know people going to say that. You're going to come up with it. <clears throat> but guess what? 25% of those people abandon right quick, right after a week. Do you know what I'm saying? After a week. You know how the gym gets filled? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen this year because of COVID or next year because of COVID. I don't know how many people are going to run in there like that. They might. Here's another stat. 60% of people abandon them within six months. So 25% gone after the first week. 60% abandoned within six months. 
the average person makes the same New Year's resolution 10 separate times without success. Now, raise your hand if you're one of those. Let me see. Get them high. Get them up. 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 All right. That's a lot of y'all. <laughs> Somebody say, I ain't see the hands. No, I'm just joking. But uh, and then here's another one. Only 5% of those who lose weight on a diet keep it off. Now, you ain't, if you with us, that ain't, those statistics don't count. <laughs> Look, if you with us, those statistics don't count. But, and it says 95%, uh, 5% of those lose weight on the diet, uh, keep it off, 95% regain it. A significant percentage gain back more than they originally lost. So you get bigger than you were before. So somebody see you later, be like, whoa. <laughs> Is that you, T? <laughs> what do you mean is that me? Yeah, you try to suck your gut in. Try to, you, they, they can see it. They can see it. They can see it. They can see it. Here's another one. Even after a heart attack. Now, check this out. Even after a heart attack where you almost die, only 14% of patients ma- makes any life changing around eating. Or I mean, I had a partner of mine who had, a, I want to say diabetes, and they told him, he already had one leg they had to cut off. He told him, man, you got to stop eating pork. you got to stop eating meat. He wouldn't. He said he would. He wouldn't. He just, they had to cut off his other. I mean, he, he died, you know what I'm saying? This guy went to high school with me. But he just wouldn't stop. He just, I'm like, really? You can't stop doing that? Well, I don't know. Are y'all addicted to pork or meat like that? I stopped eating that 32 years ago. Hadn't had pork. Hadn't had beef, hadn't had chicken, hadn't had turkey, hadn't had none of that in 32 years. Now, am I telling you not to do that? No. But I'm just telling my life came to a halt and came to a change. I just said, I got to stop all this. Drinking, eating, all the stuff I was doing. And I believe to this day that my life is a whole lot better compared to me doing that. But look, I'm just reading you statistics. All right, so now. So he said, don't be surprised when people do it. Now, I want to talk about right quick, um, you know, some things, why it's important to do it, all right? Why it's important to do it, all right? Why is it important? Somebody just keep blowing me up. <laughs> Somebody keep, all right, go ahead, man. She she has the answer. She, <laughs> let me see, my text message says, you know why, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times. So, obviously, you know why. You talking about gaining weight? Which one are you talking oh, no, about? Oh, no, Good morning, Mr. Fleming. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> it's the same reason for all of it. But I'm a, but I, I, I like, I'd like for you to give your, your the textbook theory on why they said, why people gain the weight back, why people even will have a heart attack and still keep eating what you said they were eating, why people make a 30-day goal at the beginning of the year and don't keep it, why Well, they... you know, I don't have a textbook answer because my thing today is I want to give over five reasons why you should do it, and I'm just going to go through those. These are my notes. I wanted to make sure people got that. But if you have an answer for that, you want to give it right quick so we can – 
I want to get to these five points. So you want to you want to save it to the end, or you want to give it now? Because you I'll know how you get the cranking now. So I don't know. What? Okay, I'll wait. I'll wait for the end, Mr. <laughs> you sure? Yes, sir. Uh, you're going in and out kind of, too. You might want to make sure you dress, dress your phone before you come back on. I'm sorry. I'm walking. I, I'll oh, okay. Let me. All right, so let me go through these five right quick. Then we're going to let Miss Horsley tell you all the answer why people uh, give up. Is that what that's what you're going to say? Give up. It's a, it's a, it's a, um, a number of things. Like you went okay. over, you went over several different things. All right. Well, I'll, I'll make sure I reemphasize those so before you answer. All right. So here, see, these are my notes here about, and I, I don't know when I took these because they look. I got, you know, I got like, I got about twenty six notebooks that I see on my bookshelf that I got. Now I got some more in a box. So this is this is years and years of me doing this type of business, me sitting in training class, taking notes, me, um, you know, ordering, you know, uh, audios. I mean, I'm talking about all the way back when it was cassettes. So to tell you how long I've been doing this, cassettes, CDs, and then audios, and I'm always feeding my mind, feeding my mind, because you feed your mind, you starve your doubt. So I'm always doing that. While y'all was watching Scandal, <laughs> not telling you not to watch Scandal. And while y'all was watching Empire, and I'm not telling you to watch, not to watch that, but I was taking notes. I was writing stuff down, and I was feeding my mind, because you feed your mind, you starve your doubts. All right, so the first thing in my notes, it says, um, the reason you should have you should have goals because it will clarify, it will force you to clarify what you want. So when you're sitting there thinking with a pen and paper and you're writing down your notes, you know, I know some of y'all are going to try to use your phone to do that now because you're high tech. I suggest you pull out a sheet of paper or get a notebook and still put it in an old school way. But it, clar- it forces you to clarify. Now, I know people have a challenge even trying to clarify. So, but in my notes it says, imagine sitting on a trip with no particular destination in mind or setting out to make a trip. You know, like getting in your car to drive and you get on 285 in Atlantic, but you have no destination. Or even before you just now, let's go back to a trip. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip this on my notes. Let's just create a trip. Y'all because y'all like to go on vacations. Y'all want to go to the Bahamas. Y'all want to go to wherever this trip is that the company is putting out. Y'all want to go there. So if you don't know where you're going, how do you pack? You know, what do you pack when you get ready to go? If you don't know where you're going, if you don't know if you're going to 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 London or you're going to uh, Tahiti. If you don't know where you're going, how do you pack? And it kind of reminds me of this uh, <laughs> this joker, this guy who won $10 million. I think he won $20 million. <laughs> he won $20 million. He called home. He said, honey, I won $20 billion. Man, start packing. She said, what you want me to pack for? The winter or for the summer? Where are we going? He said, well, I don't care what you pack for. As long as you go by the time I get home. <laughs> I got 20 million. <laughs> time for you to go. I know some of y'all don't like that. It was a joke now. I don't, I'm not. <laughs> he said, I don't care what you pack for. As long as you pack and go by the time I get home. Start packing, honey. But think about it. If you get ready to go place and you don't know where you're going, how are you going to pack? What roles do you take? How do you know when you have arrived? Instead of you starting, 
you got to pick a destination, and that's what you do with the goals. Now, we got a ton of goals we're going to go over, that, I mean, through the book you can talk about. Simple goals, basic goals, long-term goals, all that. But I'm saying you got to start with something. So in my notes it says the same is true with the milestone in your life. Writing down your goals forces you to select something specific and decide what you want. You know what's funny? And I don't know if it is funny or not. You take a person who got, who's, who's getting married. They write down things every day for a whole year to make sure they check it off. I got to have this. I got to have that. I mean, I'm like, how you get, I mean, why does it take a whole year to get this stuff together? Man, there's so many things that you're writing down, so many things that you plan that wedding and then don't plan the marriage. You just plan the wedding. When the marriage starts, you don't say, okay, honey, let's sit at the table here and let's write down our goals for the next five years, the next ten years. We'll do that. But you plan that marriage, I mean, that wedding, and that's what we're talking about. All right, the second thing is, uh, because it will motivate you to take action. If you write down the goals, well, it should motivate you. So it says here in my notes, writing your goals down is only the beginning. Um, articulating your intention is important, but it's not enough. It's not enough. Um, and that's kind of like one of the things that in the secret that I, I had a little challenge with. That, that's just one of the things. But, you know, because well, I think the secret was just, you didn't. They didn't. Like they got a secret part too, or something like that. Who gave went in more detail? So, because I remember first watching the secret. Um, I was in. I still can see it to this day. I was in uh, on a company trip in Utah. We was at this resort in Utah, and uh, and when I got there, one of my partners, this guy was a top money earner. He said, "Man, you heard about the secret?" I said, "No, I'm I'm just getting there. I'm I'm coming off the bus from the airport. Everybody's at the resort." He said, I said, no, what is it? He said, man, you got to hear, you got to see this. It's about mindset and purpose. I was like, oh, God. The secret is a movie? He said, yeah. So he gave me a copy of a disc, right? So everybody was hanging out on the resort. You know what I did. I went right to the room. I put it in my laptop, and I watched the whole thing while everybody was hanging out because I wanted to see it. And when I finished watching, I'm like, well, that's what we've been talking about for 15 years. The same, that's what the secret is saying. We've been... I guess that's why he told me about it, but I'm like, I guess people are going to get more excited about it now because it was a movie and all that kind of stuff, but we have been talking about that for years. I mean, so, but it says you must execute on your goals. You have to, you have to take action. I have found that writing th- down goals and reviewing them regularly provokes me to take next action. Now, so when we say write it down, I don't know if it's a daily goal Monthly goal, weekly goal, have something that you can write down that you can, and, and, you know, some of the goals that we're going to talk about in the book will be simple goals, you know, because you got you to gotta have some kind of success. You know, a simple goal would be that you did the five things you're supposed to do every morning. And so you could check that off and give you some kind of success because in life you need that because, it's, you know, it's challenging when everything, everything that you do is challenging. So you need to have some kind of success. All right. Number three, it, it, it's because it will provide a filter for other opportunities. Now, this is what we really need. This is, this is the challenge right now in this world. And the note says, the more successful you become, the more you will be deluged with opportunities. I mean, you don't even have to become successful now. And these notes were taken a while back. These notes were taken, check this out. Remember I said I think I took these in 98, 99? So that guess what? That was before the internet. That was before social media. That was so. See, at that time, when you became successful, 
people will kind of track you down and find you some form of fashion. I don't know how they did it. I can't remember how we did it. Because think about it, when there's no no websites, there was no Internet, there was no social media. I know some of y'all are like, really? Yep. And so when you became successful, people would hear about you and they try to track you down and try to hit you with something else. Now you don't even have to be successful. You just turn on your laptop, I mean your phone, you just pick up your phone and go to social media. And boy, 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 all down the timeline. All down this, you, you got to be involved with this. You got, and if you doing stuff this way, they, they they kill me with that one. If they teaching you to do it this way, oh, that's old school. You better come over here with me, and I'm gonna show you how to do it this way. Now, for you know, for three ninety nine, I'll show you. Now they not doing it, but they gonna show you how to do it. They not living it, but they uh, gonna show you how to do it. Uh-huh. The, the 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 new price is now twenty seven dollars. They've 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 uh, backed it all the way down. It's not three ninety nine anymore. Everybody mm-hmm. got a twenty seven dollar master class. Twenty seven dollars. Twenty seven dollars total or twenty seven dollars a month. Twenty seven dollars total. Now, of course, what happens is you get upcharged. Get in, then you, you want the real plan. It's gonna be but, more. But but the deal now is twenty seven dollars. That's the right. That's the right. <laughs> so 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 now they got twenty seven dollars out here, folks, to get you. So, and, and I'm not telling you that some of this stuff is not good. Some of it is. Some of it is bad. But I'm not telling you that. But I'm saying now, it's so many things out here that will take you off focus of your opportunity. You know, and in my notes, again, this is, my notes are before, before the Internet and social media. It says, in fact, these new opportunities can quickly become distractions that will pull you off course. And the only antidote I know is to maintain a list of written goals by which to evaluate these new these new opportunities that you see. You know, you know the clip we played of uh, uh, the late Nipsey Hussle, and, and he said on there, they said, "Well, what do you do when you're not reaching your goals?" And you, I mean, what did you say? What do you do when you start getting distracted by other things and you're seeing other people having success and you're not having success? And he says, I go back to my goals, and I look at my list of things, and I see all the stuff. And he says, I look at all the stuff I hadn't done yet. Say, I hadn't done this, I hadn't done that, I hadn't done this, I hadn't done that. So if I start working on that, then I, I got to see the things that I hadn't gotten to yet and the things that I need to do, and that will keep me focused on that because you can easily get pulled away um, by other opportunities. and other I call them uh, uh, um, <laughs> pumps and, and skirts you can easily get pulled away <laughs> by some nice pumps and skirts and you know and before you know it you're all off track and i'm not saying sk- pumps and skirts as a physical body of a woman i'm saying i'm using that because that attract guys if you're actually trying to date you see the skirt and you see the but i'm saying that's like a pump and skirt would be something in a business that you see that looks good that looks real good over there. So let me go over here and look at these legs. Let me go over here and look at this, these nice heels. Let me go over here, and then you 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 all off track. You all off track of what you're supposed to be doing. But if you got goals, you got to lined up. You got to fall back to that and say, okay, this is what I should be doing. All right, number four. We got one more. Uh, because it will help you overcome resistance. That's kind of like what we just talked about. But let me see what the notes say. Every meaning, every meaningful intention, dream, or goal encounters resistance. So from the moment you set a goal, you begin to feel it. But if you focus on the resistance, it will only get stronger. 
the way to overcome is to focus on the goal. You got to focus on the goal. And the thing that that I want uh, is you you must stay on target, and that's how you focus on that. You got to stay on target. All right, number number five, last one. Because it would enable you to see and celebrate your progress. So you can look at your goals and see some of the things you accomplished. And because, you know, life is hard, man. And it's particularly difficult when you're not seeing progress. And that's the thing that I see now with people. When you get stuck or you're not seeing progress, well, not, not now. I've been seeing this over 25 years. But I'm saying I can notice it now because of some of the crazy stuff that's going on out here. You know, the, the, the COVID the uh, social injustice, uh, the election, and all these distractions. Besides that, all the other business opportunities and everybody that's throwing stuff up because I'm going to tell you something. It's a lot of people hurting out here, and I'm talking about business people. Let me give you a good good example of a lot of people. You know, when you said uh, $27 a lease, I'm going to tell you something. It's a lot of people all the way from John C. Maxwell, who was the king all the way down to whoever, like the guy you sent me this morning, Lisa, all the way from the top to the bottom, these people are trying to figure out how to get some income coming in because you know what? That stuff has been cut. All those guys were traveling, doing events every week in different cities, having thousands and thousands of people to come out to see them, paying at the door, you know, like Eric Thomas and them and, and, and Tony Robbins and, and Grant Cardone. and Man, those guys had... I mean, they were doing events every week in different cities with thousands of people coming out. So they were getting paid. Man, COVID cut all that out. You think about all the entertainers that were doing concerts. I think about Jay and uh, and, and Beyonce. Man, they had deals with, uh, with, I mean, where they were international. I mean, they were in, in different cities with, with, you know, hundreds of thousands of people showing up. All that's cut. So you think about just those examples of people who are hurting, and it's a lot of other businesses from restaurants and all those hurting too. So their goals and dreams are being squashed. They're trying to figure out how to way to get some income coming. I love our business because our business can be online or offline. Our business can, you know, our business can keep going regardless. You know, it's plus it's, you know, it's the health and wellness thing. So, but you know. When you don't see progress, that could easily discourage you. And that's why we need to have these goals lined up in front of us because you feel like you, you're working yourself to death and you don't see anything, you know. But when you got the goals in front of you, like they're kind of like mile markers. So you can see that, I'm, you know, I did this a little bit. Like, I'm, like if I'm driving from, from here to, from Atlanta to, to uh, let's say, D.C., you know, as you drive, you're going to, you know, the mile markers would be Charlotte. You know, another mile market would be Richmond, Virginia, something, or or in between some of the smaller cities, or you just start seeing. So you know that you're getting close. You know, it might take you a while, but as long as you see those mile markers, you kind of know that you're going the right way. And, uh, I mean, I remember, <laughs> and I'm going to let you take it from here, Lisa. I remember going to Florida, and I said, man, that's the, that's the nicest drive for me. Um, it's just getting on the highway, driving down to Orlando or uh Tampa, something like that. And, you know, you get the riding, you got the palm trees, you got your whatever you got planned, you got all kind of stuff going on. And um, uh, you just, you know, you can get off, <laughs> let me put it this way. When I have to get off the exit to get gas, you know, chill out for a minute and I jump back on. <laughs> 
I'm gonna give you a recap, Lisa. I'm gonna tell you where, you, where we started from. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all now. This is embarrassing, but I'm gonna go and tell y'all the truth. Don't tell nobody. Y'all promise not to tell nobody. Okay. <laughs> I would get back on the exit, and I'm you know I'm listening to some kind of audio on my jazz, and I'll be 30 miles down the road and realize, hey, I'm going back toward Atlanta. <laughs> I'm like, hey, how did that happen? You know, but I'm just, I'm just chilling out. I'm like, wait a minute, I thought I passed this sign here. So I get off, turn back around. Good thing I'm not in a hurry when I'm doing that. Because, you know, if I'm in a hurry, I'm going to fly. But if I could drive, I'm good. So, but, yeah, that's why you need goals. That's why you need to have mile markers and things of that sort. So, Lisa, you said, you know, in the beginning we were talking about, you know, I'm going to run this down. 25% of people abandon their New York the New Year's resolution, 60% of people abandon, I mean, 25% abandoned in the first week, 60% abandoned in the first six months. Uh, only 5% of those who lose weight keep it off. 95% regain it, and a significant percent gain it back even more. And uh, even after a heart attack, even after a heart attack, 14% of patients make, they don't make any lasting changes around eating and exercise. They go back to the same. It's like, you know how you get a speeding ticket? And you say, damn. And then you get back on the highway and you drive because you're going to drive the, the speed limit. But something about that, an hour later, you back. <laughs> or a day later, you back to speeding again. But you do that for a minute. And some people never, ever lock in and change that whole thing. And that's what we're going to try to do. That's what we're going to do. And we're going to start talking about that on Saturday. All right, so Lisa, go ahead. <laughs> You know, I realize that is it ADHD or ADD? I don't. You all have to help me out. I realize I think I have a little of that, and I don't want to throw that in the universe because I know words are powerful. But I realize I get excited about information, and then when I'm not able to um, release that feeling, like goes away. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> Well, I know you, you know how to recover because you <laughs> you about to come with something else. You're going to recover. It, 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 I, you know, I just I have to learn how to garner my thinking and focus. I, I don't know. But anyway, it's because, and you guys start taking notes, write this down. Remember I said, well, it's because feeling good is a strategy. So, when you when when a person loses weight and gains it back, nothing about that allowed them to feel good. And and the goal wasn't significant enough for the person to change their habits. Believe it or not, even the people who you said um, about had a heart, heart attack. attack. So you're telling me that death death is not significant enough. It's the same reason why so many of our people are on medication because of too much salt, eating too much pork. They just won't stop because feeling good is a strategy, and most people do not know that. Most people, they think they just wake up and, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to tiptoe through the tulips. No, it's a strategy to all of this, business, personal development, you're trying to grow your following, 
it's a strategy to it all because nobody, nobody on this call, nobody on this call, when they were little, dreamed about being a network marketer. Nobody did. It, most people on this call want to be a doctor, a lawyer, an Indian chief. But see, <laughs> you have to, and if you're taking notes, please write this down as one of your affirmations. You've got to believe in the end of the story. You have to believe in the end of the story. I don't care what your volume looks like. I don't care what your marriage looks like. You've got to believe in the end of the story. That needs to be plastered everywhere because I'm sure when Dr. Nicole was going through medical school, she believed in the end of the story. Those are those of you on the call that are about to get married and have and have fiancés, you believe in, in the end of the story. You believe this marriage is going to last throughout eternity. The same thing with business. If you, you know, you get that loan to open up a cookie shop, you believe in the end of the story. So the same, the same thing with this. You've got to believe in the end of the story. The reason why the Oprah's, and the Grant Cardone and the Tony Flemings and all of those people incorporate some type of physical uh, uh, energy or moving their body every single day. And, and look, Oprah not a size six, but she works out, if not every day, every other day. Let me tell you why. Because feeling good is a strategy. That's a strategy to help her deal with all the stuff that you know she has to deal with on a day-to-day basis. You've said that to me, Mr. Fleming, for the last 10 years, and I just got it in August. I wonder what you're going to tell, tell the folks that now. Cause... Yeah, you said that to me for the last 10 years, and I just got it in August. I just got it. That's why you guys see me post. Now, watch this. If, if some people listening know what they're saying, Oh my God, she's that slow. She didn't took her ten years. Cause see, they think because they heard something today that they got it. No, no, no. You don't. You don't. Let me put it this way. You don't got it because you heard it today or tomorrow or the next day. You don't got it like that. It doesn't. People think that they. Oh Lord, she took her ten years to hear. He just. Oh, I got it. I see people all the time say, I got it. You don't have. It. You know why I know you don't have it? Because you don't put forth the action that lets you know that you have it. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't. But people were quick because they don't want to sound like they are not intelligent. They don't want to. But intelligence has nothing to do with it. Repetition and hearing something over and over and over and over. That's how you get it. That's how you got it in school. That's how you sit in that classroom eight hours a day for twelve years. That's how you got it. But somebody who's on the phone now has a you know they think they're pretty intelligent. It took her ten years to understand what he just said. Oh, I got it right now. No, you don't. So go ahead. No, and 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 I, I I'm honest. You know, you told me that for ten years. The reason, Lisa, the reason why, because I used to be like, damn, can you get out the gym? I got a three way call. Damn, can you? But I get it now. You have, in order to keep you sane, especially sometimes some days to deal with me. But in order to keep you sane, and in order to keep your goals in front of you, you gotta feel good. Not read the feel good, but you got to feel good 
You got to feel like I woke up happy this morning because I had just did my 10,000 steps six hours ago. So I get it now. I get it now why every millionaire that you aspire to be or look up to or learn from, I guarantee you they all talk about working out, moving their body three, three times or four times a week because you've got to feel good. And see, here, and see, and see, here's the thing too that I that I, I never I never was able to articulate a, a a strong answer why when people always ask me, you know, why are you always talk about the, the about the locker room call? Why I got to get on the locker room call? I'll tell you why. And this is for anybody who who's building any type of business, a cookie shop, a cleaners. Network marketing, it does not matter. Do you know the number one secret to money? And let's be clear, we all want to make money and we all want to help people. Yes, we do. But the number one goal, I'm sure, for most people is you want to make some money. But you want to know the number one secret to money? Yeah. Do you know it, Mr. Plunk? No, you know you're going to tell me, though. I want to know. This is why this call is so important. You need a drum roll? Give me a drum roll. I can't find it. Go ahead. I'll find it. The number one secret to money, I don't care what type of money, network marketing money, traditional traditional business money, Raheem on the block money, and y'all know what kind of money I'm talking about, doctors and lawyer money. I'm trying to give y'all a hint. Doctors and lawyer money. The number one secret to money is people. That's why this call is so important. That's the number one secret to money, y'all. It's people. So why is this type of call important? Because this call develops you into the person you need to become, new brain, the person you need to become to go out here and do business as a 1099 and not as a W-2. Because most of us, 99% of us, come in with a W-2 mindset, a 9 to 5 mindset. That's all we know. That's all we know. So we bring all those principles, all those theories, all those rules, all those regulations, all those leadership quotes, all the Sunday Easter message uh, 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 speech, we bring all that over here to network marketing. Not understanding and not knowing, that don't work over here at all. So if, so if the number one secret to money is people, what we have to do as network marketers, professional network marketers, is develop the nine to five mindset into a ten ninety nine. That's why this call is so important. And anybody who tries to do business without this call, aha. Okay, put it this way: I'm not going to say this call because maybe you're getting some personal development from somebody else. You cannot do business 
especially sales, and you can and you can go to any any of the greats, Grant Cardone, uh, Eric Thomas, any of them, without mindset, without personal development, can't can't do it because it's a different set of it's a different skill set, it's a different strategy. It's a different narrative than you ever thought that it was. It's different over here. The conversation is different over here. So that's why in network marketing, you learn about uh, 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 um, uh, experts or, or authors that you've never, ever heard of before. I mean, I got my hand raised high. I have a master's degree. You know what I'm saying? College grad. Delta, my member of Delta Sigma Theta, I'm the one, I, yeah, I drive a Benz. I don't have the tag on the front like Mr. Fleming says, but I am in that cookie-cutter realm of what he described. But guess what? I've never heard of these guys, Brian Tracy and, and, um, and uh, Grant Cardone and, uh, and uh, Earl Nightingale and, until I got over here. That's why I coined the phrase, you got to grow a new brain because if you want to make the kind of money that you say you want to make in network marketing, those of you all who, like, like, like I'm talking, like, 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 for real, for real, I'm really talking to the people who want to make like five, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 a week. You know what? Let me bag it up. Let me, let me bag that up. Even the ones that want to make $2,000 a week, I'm talking to you too. Because that will, that's a, that will change your life. You make $2,000 a week. You've got to understand what this is. And you've got to understand that it's a commitment that's involved in what this is. And you've got to understand you don't know what you don't know yet. So allow your brain to just become open as a sponge and let some people teach you and show you the way to go, and you know, you know, Mr. Fleming, I'm a, I'm a stop right here because I really can go on, but I'm a stop right here. <laughs> no, really, you, you can go on, really? <laughs> no, <laughs> you mean you can talk more? Than this? <laughs> We're gonna give Miss Horsley a day, but she always bag out of that. Every time I say, okay, what day you gonna do the call? What day? <laughs> she like to come in at the end. <laughs> Y'all, everybody needs to text her who has her number and say, you need to do a day, a call on, on a specific day. So y'all, y'all text her that. All right. So y'all like all y'all who like the 
the blue lights in the basement. I'm gonna do some of that this morning, and I'm gonna, I ain't gonna play but this one song. Y'all better figure it out. Somebody better win today because I'm not gonna play but this one song. But I ran across this song <laughs> last night, and it made me think about you know somebody kind of copied this song, you know uh, that uh, it was um, what you know the song I'll, I'll, I'm not your superwoman. See, it was a song kind of similar to that that came out three or four years before that. So she just changed the name of it and kind of, but the words are kind of still the same. And this song here is uh, a song I really liked, you know, back in the day. I still like it. Still like it. Um, so I ain't going to play with this one, so y'all better figure out what it is. Y'all should know, but I don't know if y'all should know or not. <sighs> you into slow music, Miss Horsley? You like slow songs? Of course. Okay. You do? You do? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, all right. Cool. All right. So, I just want to let y'all know, hey, hold. I need Jay to tell him again, man, since we, we about to have a little fun. Let him know, Jay. It's only entertainment. All right. Here we go. It's only entertainment, folks. <laughs> so, you got to text me the name of the song and the name of the artist. Just for just for the record, I'm going to say it again. I love this song here. And that lady copied it. She just called it something else. All right, here we go.
I love you much more than 